heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. This week we're bringing you an actual play of Rockalypse, the Fate Core game by Eric Simon that pits the apocalypse versus the power of music. Rockalypse is live on Kickstarter now, and they are two-thirds of the way to their goal after being up only a few days. Based on my experience with Kickstarters in the past, I'd say this one is definitely going to fund. And based on Eric's experience at delivering Kickstarters, I know that you'll get the books. I know Rockalypse is a slam dunk, but I'll let you reserve your judgment until after you've heard it this week. I want to give a huge thank you to all of our heroes who contributed to the IGDN's 2016 Metatopia Scholarship. You managed to max us out. So, combined with all the people who donated and one shot, we raised $800 to send new independent developers to Metatopia this year. That was very nearly half of the IGDN's total goal in a week. You heroes are amazing. Before we get to the episode, I want to remind everybody that the One Shot Podcast Twitch stream still broadcasts every Thursday at 8 p.m. I had a great time playing and losing the Big Trouble in Little China deck-building game last week. Unfortunately, I won't be hosting the stream this next week. However, we'll still be there at 8 o'clock, so join us at twitch.tv slash oneshotrpg. We have that stream thanks to our Patreon backers, who I swear I am going to do the new list of thank yous with Kat soon. Full disclosure, right now Kat and I are working with the printers for noisy person cards, so we have our plates a bit full. As soon as that's resolved, we'll be recording our thank yous as normal to put them in the front of the episode. If you're a Patreon backer, be sure to drop in on our Patreon page. We have some exciting things happening, and we need information from a few people, especially backers who signed up to receive dice. That would be anybody $15 a month and up. Make sure you fill out our latest survey. And with all that out of the way, let's get to the show. All right, heroes, let's meet our party for this week. First up, a familiar voice to you guys, a familiar personality, one that you should recognize from social media. <laughs> uh, Mike McDowell, welcome to the show. Hey, James, how's it going? It's going pretty good. I'm glad to have you back on, man. It's good to be back. It's good to be back in your in your bedroom mm-hmm. recording studio. It is enviable as always. I wish I lived here. Yeah, enviable studio. Uh, Mike, we're playing Rockalypse this week. Wait, what? Yes, we are playing Rockalypse. We are using music to fight the forces at the end of the world. So the question that I have for you, because we are playing a very high school-oriented version of Rockalypse, is there any band that you regret listening to in your past? And that can be in high school, but can be you know anywhere in your life. James, I, I truly believe that every step that I take has oh. led me... To this moment right here. So it's hard to really regret any of my choices in the past because they were all the right choices. They brought me to your podcast. (laughs) That being said, I did listen to Harry and the Potters for uh, (laughs) a long time. (laughs) And uh, it did come on when I was making out with someone one time. And it was so embarrassing. Maybe that's just something that I Did you have to stop making out with that person to like switch the track? Or you're just like, maybe if I power through... No, I won't notice. I think we just listened to that song about the weeping willow, uh, having a sad Christmas time. Part of the so you just like stopped and and stared off into space. Wait, no, I need to think about the weeping willow. I can't do this right now. Get off me! Get off me! Yeah, we uh, we kissed, and then and then we we went our separate ways. 
And Jenny, if you're listening to this, Jenny. her name was Jenny. You son no, of a bitch. Kidding. No, her name really it's a was goddamn Jenny. Goddamn lie. Jenny, I'm move on to somebody who's not a liar. Liz <laughs> Anderson. Goddamn liar. Liz, Hi. welcome back to the show. Hello, welcome to me. Uh, Liz, I believe this is premiering before your new show goes up. Uh, September sixth is my show. September sixth. Yes. Oh, uh, you mean time for a quick plug? It's time for a plug. Hello, friends. If you are a fan of live written work that is unprepared, but it's not improv, and if you're also a fan of one cat, cool, who is the creator, producer of the uh, KPA podcast and a good friend of all of ours, come to the IO Theater Chicago on Tuesday, September 6th at 8 o'clock p.m. to the Mission Theater while you can see the One Woman No Show. It's written by me and directed by me and stars cat and other people and it'll be a lot of fun or bad who knows you'll have to pay tickets to find out twelve dollars a piece free if you're a student also cool that's, your, your that's register got. really goes up very high when you're you promo yeah. <laughs> hey guys do you do you want to see a show welcome to showtown yeah so uh liz is going to be uh, doing a production called one woman no show mm-hmm. and will be starring cat cool along with several other perform- two other performers yes uh, who, who else was patrick Connolly, who's the artistic director of comedy sport chicago and namdi I can never pronounce the last name. Uh, I think it's like Mgwe. Mgwe. Uh, yeah. And he's a teacher and performer with uh, Three Peach, The Deltones, and Chaos Theory. Uh, it's 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 fun. It's going to be a whole lot of dumb fun. It's going to be a lot of dumb fun. Liz, yes. speaking of dumb fun, I need to ask you about a band that you regret listening to. It's, this is going to sound very cliche, and I'm upset about it because I... At the time, I didn't know that this was a bad thing until the internet told me so. The first album I ever bought with my own money, I bought it at the Virgin Megastore in Orlando Mm -hmm. at Downtown Disney, uh, was a Nickelback album. Wow! For real. And I was so excited because it was the first album I had ever had that was explicit. Because they curse a lot on that album. And I was... Do you remember the the specific Nickelback album? Uh, It's on the road or whatever something with the road mm-hmm. uh oh, it, the, their album of the road the, by cormac mccarthy the, yeah yeah the, <laughs> it, it's a it's just the audiobook uh <laughs> it, it's the one with photograph on it no it's the one before photograph okay yeah, anyway oh, so you were hating nickelback yeah. before it was even cool no <laughs> i really like Ni- i really liked nickelback i like him and i feel bad chad groger's just a stupid man with a long face who wanted to make a band and everyone makes fun of him all right one shot podcast coming out in favor of Nickelback <laughs> and leaving them alone. They've been bullied enough. All right, thanks, thanks James. Liz. We're totally losing listeners. We are. Serious. They are dropping. Just off. because you guys love memes and agreeing with the internet, maybe you should take things at their own worth, dum dums. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. We're bringing up some strong language. Liz clearly playing heel this episode. Let's move on to yeah. Jacob Eugene Horn. Jacob, oh, hello. Hi, Welcome Jake. back. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so glad to have you on for your second time. Yeah. I have to ask you, mm-hmm. what band do you regret listening to? Well, I grew up in the Wisconsin ska scene, so there was multiple ones. <laughs> oh, boy, just boy. To, uh, there was the Skamikazes. Oh! They hated my band. They vehemently like would protest our shows and just like be dicks. They would protest? They would just be like, they would just like run through screaming and just like telling us that we suck. Wow. Important issues. They're really protesting. They took time out of their days. And they spent money to get into the shows. 
Uh, Offend Your Friends was another terrible band. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to call shit to these bands that don't exist anymore <laughs> that will never hear any of this. Uh, well, we're going to fucking destroy their careers. So right. keep it coming. One of the first albums that I ever bought that I actually that I regret doing is Oingo Boingo. I cannot stand them now. I don't know why I bought it in the first place. I know there's people who adore Oingo Boingo. It's a real catchy yes, name. I'm, I'm one, You're of, one them. of them. Yeah. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I don't know what it was. No, it's fine. You didn't grow up at that time. I didn't. I know. <laughs> it was. It, it was. It was another. Oof. What's the genre of Oingo Boingo again? Is it 80s. Like 80s. 80s. Yeah. Canada it's, rock, right? No, they were California. It was because it was. What was? The, what is the composer's name? Um, um, Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman. Danny Elfman's. And- Yes. Wait yeah. for real? Yes. Yeah. That's incredible. They yeah. had to stop performing wow. because of his hearing loss. <gasps> oh yeah. no. Danny, no. Yeah. Oh. All right. <laughs> what about so you, James? We're just, we're just what about you? Listeners and also before our, we lose our any more host. Before we lose any more listeners, I did make out with someone named Ginny. <laughs> uh, James called me a liar. I was telling the truth. Goddamn liar. You did not I You did. didn't regret listening to Harry and the Potters while you made out with someone named Ginny. Like yeah. it didn't happen. It did happen. Maybe I didn't regret mm. it though. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was a lie. You looked like Harry Potter too. We can talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh we're we're gonna move on to RGM for this week because uh this is a game that was created by Eric Simon, and Eric has been on before to run Steamscapes for us, so we had him back to run Rockalypse. Eric, thank you so much for joining us on the show. I'm super excited to be here. Eric, before we get started and you, you start talking about Rockalypse yes. and uh and the setting and everything, I gotta ask you. What band do you regret listening to? Uh, so showing my age a little bit, when I was going through my junior high, early high, uh, high school reggae phase, mm-hmm. um, oh boy. <laughs> uh, was when a uh, gentleman named Shinehead was very popular. And I don't know if you, you've probably never heard of Shinehead. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I am showing my age here, but go look him up afterwards. Uh, but he had a song called Don't, uh, don't Give Me No Crack. Oh, uh, which was well, that's good advice. Yeah, it was good advice. It was just not as real, shall we say, as some of the uh, the Bob Marley and the uh, Ziggy Marley that I was listening to at the time, and and the Peter Tosh, who all have, shall we say, very different messages uh, from Shinehead. <laughs> Shinehead, Shine no crack. What? Jeez. Which means it's happened before, and. <laughs> People will just keep on giving it to him, yes. and he's telling them, please no, stop please. this. Guys, guys, uh, the registry, we have the registry for a reason. Don't give and me And somebody no already got the crack. Somebody Get already it. got it. Is that literal, I have it. literal like like the drug, or yes. is that butt cheeks? Yeah, okay. I feel like oh. it is absolutely hey, the drug. Please stop mooning me. This is concerts. Up. It's not a cool thing to this do. Is, this is the late 80s, so yeah, that's that's the time. Don't period. give me no cry. Oh, no, no. I'm no, singing no. it to the tune of <laughs> No Woman, No Cry. That's what I'm going to say. If you go find it, uh, you will see that he is very adamant about not being given any crack. Okay, well. So, still good please. Advice. Don't give me no crack. Now we're isolating that crack audience that Ugh. we have. Yeah. <laughs> the like only people who liked Nickelback. All right. <laughs> let's move on to Eric, Eric. Let's talk about Rockalypse. All right. So Rockalypse is the post-apocalyptic game of musical conflict. It is a Fate Core game. Uh, so for those of you who haven't played Fate Core, we're going to be going a little bit over some mechanics as we get into the game. Um, one of the things that I will say for people who are familiar with Fate is that I have really designed this to access the specific mechanics that Fate really 
brings to light. So uh, if you're used to creating aspects in Fate, you will do so much more so than you have ever done in any other Fate game, almost guaranteed. And if you are not familiar with Fate, for those of you who are not familiar with it, you will learn how to do that very quickly. Mm. Uh, so after you play Rockalypse, you will be very comfortable with that part of Fate. Uh, shall we talk a little bit about the setting that we've come up with? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. <laughs> All right. So uh, in Rockalypse, there's a menu of apocalypses uh, that you may choose from. Our players have chosen a combination of Pandemonium, mm-hmm. which is Hell on Earth, and Rock and Roll High School, the worst apocalypse of all. So uh, I have decided that they are mostly, with one exception, students at Cerberus High. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, so that's where you go to high school. There is one exception for that, and I'll, I'll let him introduce himself uh, when when he we get there. But we're going to go ahead and get started. And as we come to mechanics, I'll go ahead and uh, take you through that uh, so that it's very comfortable. Uh, just in the moment, we'll, you'll see how to do that. So as we open on morning, Monday morning at Cerberus High, uh, it is yet another Monday morning. The sky is its normal blood red and, <laughs> and dripping the faint uh, hint of fire uh, that it, it normally has. So it's a, it's a normal Monday. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Buckingham, Flex Buckingham, though that may not be his real name, is taking attendance. He has been pulled in to, uh, to sub this morning for homeroom, and he is taking attendance. And his homeroom is missing several people at the moment. So this is it, then. This is everybody. Pretty sparsely populated homeroom. One of one of the students who happens to be uh, partially demon spawn, so she's actually the the daughter of the vice principal, and you know that. Fucking um, Narissa. Uh, so so Marissa uh, raises her hand and says, "I'm sure that Hinder will be late again. She's always late." Oh, I'm sure she has a good reason, Narissa. Yeah, I I know that you're just saying that flex because Look. you're in a band with her. Narissa, please, how many times have I told you to put your scimitar in your backpack? <clears throat> you can't leave that out on the desk. I don't care who your your papa or mama is. Daddy says I'm allowed to have it because it's important to my religion. All right, well, at least put that severed hand away. It's bleeding all over the bloody desk. I'll just put it on a towel. All right. All right. It's my towel. Uh, meanwhile, um... People uh, start rushing in late as uh, Mr. Buckingham is taking attendance. Who's going to be first in, Ashley or Randy? Uh, Sorry, Mr. Buckingham. It's all right, Randy. Have a seat. All right. It's just, I mean, it's just like, you know, I have to shower in the morning. I got this weird gland thing going on. Randy, you can just sit down. Okay. Like he ever showers. Nerissa. Soon after, Ashley uh, Blazeback strolls calmly in. Yeah, strolling calmly is not how Ashley enters the room. <laughs> Hell no! Hell no! There's the moment of silence after Randy takes his seat, you know, and he's like pulling whatever he needs out of his backpack and laying it out on his desk. And the door thunders open as Ashley kicks it. She strides confidently in the room, takes off her sunglasses, takes off her headphones and puts them around her neck finishes popping the bubble on her bubble gum that she was blowing, spits it into the trash, walks down the aisle, like sort of looks at the sea of seats in front of her. There's so many empty seats because there are a bunch of kids who like are either late to school or get killed on the way to school or, you know, apocalypse stuff. 
But Randy <laughs> is sitting sort of close to the front of the room and is sitting in one of the areas that is actually populated by kids. So Ashley goes over to one of those kids and like tosses them out of the seat and takes a seat next to Randy and gives him a glare and then uh, puts her headphones back on her head and leans back in her chair ready to start the day. Well, Ashley is present, as we all have seen. (laughs) Ashley! Ashley! What? Remove the cans. She takes one and slides it back halfway so she can sort of hear the outside world and, like, gives him a look. Well, that's the best we're going to do with that one. (laughs) Where's Hinder? Uh, Hinder is sitting at his desk. She's suddenly appeared. She, uh, as the door opens, she the door slams shut as if someone was just there, and there's a wind tunnel, and she stands up from behind your desk. She's wearing uh, the kind of dresses that are very typical of the female character in an emo music video, so full of lace and very strategically placed zippers, and she stands up, and the wind just blows her hair. She has like five different bags on, and she just walks past you, and she's fucking smoking. She's in, in a school building, and she sits down in the front, laying over several seats. Ah! Guys, everybody else forgot to describe what their characters look like. Oh, yeah. uh, you want to take a quick moment right now to let's, explain what we all look let's like? Let's take a quick momo. Let's quick check momo. in with these characters. All right. Flex Buckingham has an aging body that's seen better days. He's 46 years old, bald in the front, hair in the back. And he wears tiny little tinted sunglasses that are purple. And he um, wears a suit th- that he bought at a discount rack. It was a suit designed for a demon, and it's got a hole where his butt is because there should be a tail. Uh, and you see little hot underwear peeking through the back. Um, but Flex just rolls with it. He doesn't have time, really, to pay too much mind to his appearance. Randy's just in a constant state of glossiness because of the sweat. Oh, that no, Randy. Uh, he's got like a weird, he's got like a half cut hair because the bullies last week buzzed a line, like a very jagged thing, like not even a straight line. They made their way around the head, but he didn't, he just hasn't fixed it yet. And he always wearing a band shirt. Today's band is just called The Butts. It's just a black shirt with white lettering that says The, the Butts. butts. The butts. Oh. oh. Perfect. Ashley Blazebuck has a asymmetrical undercut with the angriest pink hair that you can possibly imagine. You know how hair color, I, I feel this on high school students, when you color your hair, the angrier you are as a kid, the more intense that uh-huh. hair color gets. So like when you see that pink, it's like seeing a poison tropical frog in the rainforest. It warns everybody <laughs> to clear a path. Yep. Ashley also wears a studded jean jacket that's covered in patches that are held on with safety pins (laughs) uh, from various bands and things that she likes. She's got some nice like combat boots and obviously every shirt that she owns, every t-shirt that she owns has like been cut. Like the the sleeves are always cut off. Uh, This one is a low dip cut shirt. God, and I think one of the reasons that she's glaring at Randy is she's also wearing her butts shirt. <laughs> that is a faux pas. You cannot wear the same shirts. <laughs> Especially not the same shirt as Randy. <laughs> no. <laughs> Randy, you know. God, how I feel. 
<laughs> Cutting back to uh, the rest of the class, of course, uh, after Hinder's entrance, mm-hmm. there's a distinct pause and silence during which you can clearly hear, <sighs> and that's all from all right. Marissa. All right, everybody. So I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Did you want to say something? Oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to say. <sighs> well, thank you for fucking sharing, Narissa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you guys want to fight to do something, please do it in the halls or during lunch period. But uh, right now, I've just taken attendance, and I'm we've got here. I'm here, Mr. Buckingham. That's right, Randy. No one doubted you were here because of the stench. Those people uh, forget sometimes. Randy's here, everyone. So we've got 30 minutes before first period. Uh, pretty much, would you like to play heads up, seven up? Or I could... All right, Marissa doesn't want to play that. The alternate is I'll play some riffs on my guitar. You could listen to that. Uh... Do you have words that you want to say? Or are you just going to emote at your desk for 30 minutes during homeroom? I have no words for you. All right, I'm going to take control back of the class. Look, I know I'm just a substitute, and I know I'm in a band with several of the students here, so I guess that makes us kind of peers, but right now I'm getting paid some chits to be uh, to be a teacher and be an authority figure here. I think of you like a father figure. All right, right. Hinder's been uh, suddenly up at the whiteboard, and she's just drawing the uh, logo for Avenged Sevenfold, which is the uh, skull with bat wings coming out of it, and just staring over her shoulder and watching. I don't even care. Look, we've got 30 minutes to go before you have to go to your algebra class or whatever it is you've been assigned to do. As... uh as he says that, there is a uh, terrible screeching uh, noise that, that all of you hear, uh, just soul-crushing noise that, that assaults your ears even through your headphones, which lets you know that it's time for morning announcements. <laughs> um, so the uh, principal comes on and, in fact, says, uh, <clears throat> Hello, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Is he not here? Uh, the loudspeakers. Okay. Over the loudspeaker, yes. Okay. I have a few announcements for this morning. Good morning. Uh, for here. our 1,341st consecutive day of school. <clears throat> Thank you all for attending. As you know, it is mandatory. I'm glad that you're here. That means that you are not dead. <laughs> That's my little joke. <laughs> Just a few things. The football team's practice for this afternoon will be canceled, unfortunately. The coach had uh, had a difficult run-in with uh, some hellfire this morning and, and will be uh, absent for the foreseeable future. Wow. The marching band will still meet. Uh, even if we do not have a game on Saturday, uh, there will still be a performance by the marching band, as once again, it is mandatory. Good morning. He's not in the room. Okay. Why won't you say good morning back to me? Finally, as I'm sure you all know, the deadline for submitting your band for the Battle of the Bands this Friday is 15 minutes from now. I expect anyone who is interested to have already turned things in as being in the hallway at this time would be punishable. Randy. 
Randy, why do you look nervous, Randy? Uh, guys. He didn't sign off. Is he done? Did he just walk away from the microphone? I think he's is done. He done with, is yeah. he done with the announcement? Randy, why do you just look finished? nervous, Randy? Oh, Principal, are you still there? I, there's a horrible screeching noise again that, that tears through all of your souls. Uh, one last thing. Um, there will be pudding today at lunch. <laughs> is that another Thank one you. of his jokes? I don't get the principal. Uh, Randy, why do you look so bloody nervous? nervous, You know how I was supposed to hand in the application? We need to run now. Wait a second. You know it's punishable. I'm a teacher. I know. Do you want me to make... I can escort you, Marissa. Please. Is it Marissa or is it Narissa? It's smudged here on the attendance sheet. And to be honest, it was embarrassing to ask because... We've been. I've been doing this substitute teaching for a month now. So she says it's Nerissa. <laughs> <laughs> it was... You can't quite make out which one it's it's supposed to be. That last part wasn't Nerissa telling me that, right? That was just how right. I felt. Yes. You. Yes. All right. She we said, gotta go. All right. Got um, him. I've got a hall pass as a teacher, so I'm just Randy. Yeah. I'm gonna give you this. This bloody hall pass, all right? And can you not screw this up? No, of course not. I'm n- not, not for you. This battle of the bands is the biggest thing to happen to me since I got this job as a substitute homeroom teacher. I know. It means a lot to me that you trust me. What, what do hall passes look like? Because I imagine they don't protect you from danger so much as, like, it's a weapon or something. I was imagining just, like, a cross with, like, a like a sharpened end of a <laughs> stick. Yeah. But it still has a bathroom key on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Everyone's got to go to the loo. <laughs> I feel like in place of the crucifix itself, it's there's a key in the mm-hmm. middle of the mm-hmm. cross. Yeah. Uh, so at this point, I am going to ask if anyone wants to, they should make a notice roll, anyone who feels like they can. Uh, so the way that skill rolls uh, work, you'll see that you have your skills over on the right side of your character sheet. Mm-hmm. If you feel that uh, you would like to make this roll, you would roll the four fate dice and add your notice skill. And I will tell you that you're aiming for a plus four. Uh, to to get this with our plus two is that just added? I don't know. Wow, there are some. I'm glad we're getting the bad rolls out of the way right away, aren't we? I do not. Oh oh my goodness! I don't have any. Like I've got a one advantage. Three. No, All right. <laughs> we don't see don't a thing. We're too busy arguing, I guess. Yes, none yeah. of you notice anything happening. Cool. Um, but uh, after a moment, you hear another horrible screeching sound across the, the PA. Mr. Buckingham, can I see you in my office? Good morning. Right now. Now's our chance. Now's our chance. Mr. Buckingham. Two birds, one stone. Guys, why did he call me? I'm in trouble. But it's... we can hand in the application. You're a teacher. You can't be in trouble. Do you know why I'm a substitute teacher? No! You know a normal teacher is? No! He's in t- teacher detention. Buckingham, there is one thing I told you when we started playing together, and that is that I am not going to die in high school. All right, Ashley. You are going to go to that office, and you're going to provide a distraction. Randy and I and Hinder are going to turn in our app. The one yeah. thing I told you when you joined this band was that I really like to, you know, just go outside to the park sometimes. That's the one thing I told you. What's really, the one thing you told him? I like to go fishing with you, Mr. Buckingham. Yeah. You know, just you and me. My memory served a specific purpose. Okay. One thing I told myself when I joined the band was, way to go, Flex. You joined a band. 
You're back in business, baby. Yay! I like but you that. told us that this was your first time playing in a band. I mean, what I told myself was a joke. Uh, Narissa, quit texting right now. Um, what? <laughs> I've never been in a band before in England. I've never been in a band before in England in the 70s. I've never been... I've never. We got it! It's your first time Hello. in a band. We're happy to have you. Let's go turn in our app. I've got to go to the principal's office. God. He opens the door and hustles down there. All right. Uh, so we'll get to you in a moment. Uh, so you start making your way towards the principal's office. So the rest of you, you have about 10 minutes. How are you going to get this application down the hall? Have we filled out the application? I don't know. Have you? What do you think? What is it? I feel it like Randy is normally very responsible. Right. I think like Randy would like we've got it filled out, just didn't turn. Just it didn't in. get so it. Like mm-hmm. it's in. Right. I've got it in my files. All right. I just uh, basically I have one of those like Rolodex. And where do we need to turn it in at again? Uh, so probably the band room. The band room. Yeah. Yes. That makes uh, sense. So you've got to got to get it to the band room. Uh, however, um, you go to check your files, and what you did not notice means that it is currently missing. It is not in your bag. Hey, guys. Uh, Hi, Randy. It's got some more bad news. What's the bad news? You know how I remember everything? Yeah. And how I'm, you know, you know, it's always nice to hang out with y'all. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where the application is. Uh, So Ashley slides her hand up your back and like (laughs) reaches into your hair, grabs your hair, pulls you close. And like there's a second where she like just takes you in then she's like Randy I am not dying in high school I, do I, you get that I don't want do you to get what's at stake here Randy I don't, don't want to die rack your fucking brain Randy where is the app uh, so uh, Randy give me a lore roll just uh, just for reference see if you remember how could this go wrong uh, hey, so net so of plus one yeah, uh, on your four. skill of plus three, so you are at a plus four. Nice. You absolutely remember having it in your bag yeah. when you came to school. When yeah. you walked in this room, yeah. you remember that it was in your bag. Someone had to have taken it. I only came from outside. Inside, I had it in my bag before I came in. Okay. 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 All right. Okay. This, is, this is manageable. This mm-hmm. happens every year at the Battle of the Bands. This- Bands who want to cut people out of the competition steal apps and they try to kill people going to the band room to turn in the apps. So we just have to then figure out... we should out- have prepared for it if it happens every year. Why didn't this come up prior? Hinder. What? You are a beautiful Thank you. goddess of rock. Thank you. But I need you to focus okay. right now. All right. Think through mm-hmm. who could have taken the app. Who knew where he kept it? I only I took out my bag just five minutes ago in homeroom when Narissa was just hanging out, and then Nigel left, and I just we need to go back to the homeroom. Oh, we just okay. got out of the homeroom. All right. Uh, it's like we're like literally right outside. Of the <laughs> we have to go back. We to have to go back. It's uh, this door. <laughs> it's this door here. Actually, again, kicks in the door to homeroom. It's the only way she knows how to enter homeroom. Uh, throws down a smoke bomb. Cuts through the smoke. Is there, so everyone's still back in there? Yeah. So we literally else. just left and then it came right yeah, back. Yeah, no, homeroom was still going on. Okay, fun. And there's just chatting happening with the rest of the students. Hi, everybody. I have an announcement. Who has our application? I'm sorry. Do you hear something? I, it's like a bee buzzing in my ear. Just spit it out. Where the fuck is it? What are you saying? 
She casually, with a little bit of a beat, goes across the room, kicks Marissa's desk out of the way. You heard me, Warbuck. I'm saying you know where our app is. What if I did? Why do you even need to steal it? If you think our band sounds like shit, then you shouldn't be threatened by us going to the battle. Well, maybe I just want it to be our concert and that's all. I don't give a fuck what you want anymore. All right? Yeah, I'm going to tell you what I need. What I need is for you to be a fucking person. For you to find what little ounce of human blood still running through your veins. And you to tell me Ashley, where our fucking Ashley, app is. Ashley. 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 Can I, can I do something? You're fucked now. Oh. I'm so scared. Goth girl is gonna do something now. So, so her uh, desk is kicked out of the way. <laughs> so I stand in front of her and I take the legs and pull them very close to me. Mm-hmm. And one of my powers is lips of an angel. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to suck this woman's soul out of her body through her mouth. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, so you're going to attempt to kiss her, is what yes, you're saying? If I may. Uh, uh, well, that is definitely going to be a role uh, that is certainly going to be contested. So uh, mm. let's. Um, what skill would you say that you are using for this? So um, uh, I would say kissing takes a lot of rhythm, a lot of rhythm, ah. and rhythm is my best skill. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot of rhythm. So Really proud. Liz very much knows how to play role-playing games. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so she will be resisting. Uh, she okay. is dodging out of the way with her athletics. Okay. Okay. So, uh, let's... Ooh, she rolled well. Mm. She, I roll poorly. So you have a couple of options. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have fate points. Mm-hmm. And if this is something where you want to spend them, uh, you can spend a fate point to re-roll. Since you're at a minus two, that's not a bad idea. Although mm-hmm. um, the other use of a fate point is you can spend a point to increase your total by two using uh, – and in both cases, what you have to do is give me an aspect that you are using, which in this case is probably going to be Lips of an Angel. So, so it would in- increase by two over so the right, four that yeah, I already have. Yeah, right so, now your yeah. role is two because you started with four. Okay. Yeah. So I you would... could increase it back to four or you could try and roll the dice again and maybe roll something better. And if you thought you had two aspects, uh, you can do both. So you can uh, spend a fate point to re-roll, see where you are, and then also um, add to using a different aspect. You just can't use the same aspect twice on, on okay. the same roll. And I'll say the likelihood that you'll come up with a roll worse than this is pretty small. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll re-roll. Okay, so, uh, so spend your fate point. Yes. And uh, this is presumably on lips of an angel. Yes. All right. All right. Oh, please, Jesus. Uh... Ah, it's still so not the same. Still, in <laughs> fact, a minus two. It's just different. No. It's bad. Let's get them all taken care of right now before it even matters. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, you gonna let that one go? I think so. Yeah. Right. So she ducks out of the way and says, "Ugh," as if. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I start uh, coloring my fingernails in sharpie in the corner. <laughs> you losers! You'll never ever face me in Battle of the Bands. Maybe I don't need to face you in Battle of the Bands. Fight me right now, right here. No teachers, no rules. You and me. <sighs> You need your band. You couldn't do that alone. I don't need anyone. I just prefer the company of people. 
All right. Let's throw down. Uh, so we're actually, if yeah. you want, we're going into conflict. Hell yeah, yeah dude. Um, Now, the way that conflict works in uh, Rocklips is it has a very specific initiative order that is based on the four actions of fate. So each phrase is part of the song. So um, each phrase you're going to choose one action, either overcome, create advantage, or attack, and this goes when once mm-hmm. right now this is currently a solo battle so we'll see how this this solo battle yeah, goes. We'll see how this goes. Um, but uh, usually you'll all make that decision as a, mm-hmm. each each person in the band is going to make that decision. Um, the helpful thing about creating an advantage is that it puts aspects on the table, which then also get free invokes and. So instead of having to spend fate points to get those re-rolls or those additional plus twos, mm-hmm. you can have a lot of aspects on the table, and then the person who's attacking can use a bunch of them to power up their attack. So we'll see how this solo battle goes. And, and uh, by the way, I'm changing my trouble to always in over my always getting in over my head. Okay, that's appropriate. <laughs> uh, so are you are you telling me that you are asking for a compel on that? Uh, uh, I feel like absolutely. I, I feel I like you cannot handle the yes. situation that I've got myself into. Yes. Uh, so I'm absolutely going to give you that compel. <clears throat> so let's go ahead and uh, go into initiative order. So first of all, um, the first count is overcomes. Usually, overcomes are used for uh, taking care of uh, the different situations that are in uh, in the game. There are a number of things that you might need to deal with, like, for instance, if you're not there, uh, you might have to make a an overcome to run or drive mm-hmm. to, to get to the, the performance in time. Mm-hmm. Or if somehow the tech person has gotten dragged away from his board, he needs to get mm-hmm. through the crowd, he has to push through mm-hmm. the crowd to, to get back. Um, so that those are things that can happen with an overcome. Create advantage, as I said, is putting an aspect on the table, and if you're successful, it gets free invokes that you can use later. Attack is very straightforward. And then the last count, uh, the fourth count, is defend. You don't have to declare that you are defending. You just always defend if there are attacks against you. Importantly for you, Hinder, Mm -hmm. is that uh, one of your powers will be that you can uh, defend for other people. And speaking of powers, I will mention that if you all turn over your character sheets, you will see that there is a list of your stunts and the mechanics that they have. So you can pull that card out of the uh, the sleeve and set that next to you for reference, and uh, and you'll want to sort of glance at the things that those do. First of all, uh, James, what kind of action will you be doing this first phrase? I'm going to be creating an advantage. Excellent. She's just going to be straight up attacking, so uh, she's going to go right into it. Go for it. so there are no overcomes, so that's count one. Count two is create advantage. Go ahead and do that. So uh, what skill are you using to create an advantage? Resources. All right. So yeah, I'll do I'll do the roll first. I'm using resources, and I am going to be using sweet gear. Of course. Uh, so that brings uh, my total up to a four right now. Mm-hmm. And typically, very nice. Uh, typically, what I do when we're in conflict, you can change the target uh, target number for create advantage, but I just generally go with a straight plus three uh, when we're in a song. So you can always be looking for a plus three. Uh, James, you have rolled. I rolled three pluses, so that brings me up to a seven. So that means you succeed with style, uh, which does mean that when you create this advantage, you will actually get two free invokes on it. Mm, so uh, what is the advantage? What kind of gear are you creating? Uh, so she reaches down at her belt. In her belt, she's got a holster. And she pulls out of that a microphone. Awesome. Uh, she whirls that around. Ooh. 
grabs her bag with it, pulls the bag open. The bag comes open, and she kicks out of it an amp and cranks it up, plugging in the mic. And let's first uh, let's flow her like initial tonal vocals, which like fills the room with that uh. intensity. All right, so give me a name for that aspect that describes your mic and amp. Okay, hot mic. Yeah, hot mic. Hot mic. <laughs> that works. And because you did create this with uh, sweet gear, uh, you do want to just throw the word gear on it because um, it does matter for you. You get bonuses for using that gear. One of the things that Rocklipse adds to uh, other Fate games is that there are a few stunts that uh, let you create advantages that have specific keywords, mm-hmm. and those keywords have uh, different effects. Um, so that's uh, because you'll be creating so many aspects, it's helpful to, to have a little variety mm-hmm. in the things that they do. All right, so you've got your hot mic out. Um, so you that was your action, so you will not be attacking on count three. Mm-hmm. She will attack on count three. Um, she doesn't need an amp. She just goes right into, and sh- this is something that Narissa is known for. She has this piercing banshee soprano wailing away at this, and and so she's to- not the drummer. <laughs> yeah, that's, what I, was, that's, yeah, what, yeah, I was, that's yeah, what I was thinking. I was thinking. Nope. Maybe she, she can is, drum and sing. She know. is the lead singer. There's uh, no such thing. All right. All right. Uh, so that is a wash on the dice. <laughs> at which point you find out that her attack skill is actually plus. Six. Extremely talented. uh, Good gravy. Yes, she might be your nemesis. Uh, (laughs) So uh, you will now need to defend. She fucking wishes. Uh, (laughs) You will need to defend uh, against a plus six. So um, you're typically going to defend with will or uh, rhythm. Those are the two defense skills. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some exceptions to that with stunts, but that's that's normally the case. In I'm mm-hmm. defending with will. I'm at a plus mm-hmm. three for will, which means uh, I have to roll three pluses. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a rough one. Oh my oh! god! Very Hell nice. yeah, bitch! I, I like the idea of things like in the room heating up like when she unleashes her banshee scream like the room glows red everybody's hair starts standing on end and like you can see parts of my jean jacket are like like starting to fray a little bit more as she's standing against it but she's weathering this storm mm-hmm. can mr buckingham's uh, mug explode yes, yes. <laughs> what does his mug say it says POW, prisoner of work. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Perfect. Very nice. All right, so that was that count. Uh, so you've successfully defended against uh, Narissa's attack. Uh, uh-huh. We go to the next phrase. Uh, count one, any overcome? No overcome. All right, I are you going agree. to be creating advantage or attacking? <sighs> Do I want to spool up a second advantage or just unleash right? This is the first combat that I've gotten in, so mm-hmm. I feel like it's time to make it quick, make it snappy. Sure. We've got to turn in that app. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Can any any of us Well, so the thing that I will say is they sort of declared this as a solo combat. Gotcha. If any of – if either of you two want to step in, she might have – other people step in uh, for her. Mm. I'm just saying. It's like a samurai battle. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> That's exactly I'm what it just is. I'm saying she does have friends in this homeroom who are looking on and, and 
sort of yeah yeah all right so also you may you may get some shit from ashley if uh if you I step know. in when she said she would take her yeah, yeah. all right we don't want to steal focus no. we don't want to do that <laughs> she's only in her this is a mobile amp right that, mm-hmm. that i've pulled out here mm-hmm. uh so to get it started i've got a rip cord because it's obviously gas powered uh, what Pulls a ripcord. <laughs> the amp roars to life. Uh, fills that room with that that whining fumes. hiss, and then There's so much gas. gas fumes. Yeah. Why is this powered mm. by so much diesel? Because this is the fucking apocalypse. Diesel it's fun. dirty, diesel full fun. of full of grease and diesel. That's uh, all we've this got. This is hell. This is hell. That's true. It's for true. Rolling my melody using one of the spends on uh, this or already. Oh, I can always. Check it up later if uh, if I know I'm not going to hit it. So like, there's that uh, little bit of reverb, and uh, I, my scream into the mic sort of melts with that reverb to become the sound that shoots out and hits her. That is not bad. That's not bad. That's a five. All right. Uh, so because of the way that the counts are divided in Rockalypse, you as the attacker are going to decide how big your attack is going to be before she ever defends. This is something that's different from other fate games. Usually attack and defend is uh, you keep trading back and forth. Okay, well, I'm going to spend this aspect or I'm going to spend a fate point on that. But in Rockalypse, you make as powerful an attack as you want mm-hmm. and then you decide how much they're going to have to defend against. She's going to have to defend against seven. Seven. Uh, um, did as... you want to spend... Uh, so you're you're tapping your hot mic. Yeah, tapping your um, hot mic. Did you want to spend a fate point on any of your uh, Ooh, your aspects to, to make this? Hell yeah. Going Ooh. up. It's nine now. My voice is my power. All right. Um, We're spending a lot of energy on this first combat. She's got to know her fucking place. All right. All right. Um, who, is, who are the bad guys? I feel like we're the bad guys. <laughs> it's high school. There are no good guys. I feel like we're oh. the bullies here. There ain't know. no good guys. Okay, There ain't true. no bad guys. There's only you and me. And we just disagree. Mm, I don't know what that is, but I don't like it. <laughs> that's uh, that's for certain people in the audience. You'll, mm. you'll get that. It's clearly a <laughs> reference. <laughs> Um, yes, uh, I do expect everyone to uh, to be uh, sending me an email with all of the references that they catch in this, uh, this yeah, episode. Yeah, guys, uh, <laughs> the old reggae references. <laughs> I want a full report written up. You're really asking a lot of my mom and dad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they'll get you they're, what you need. They're I guess. busy people, but all right. Um, so. Uh, so that is your attack. So uh, she will have a nine coming at her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is also going to attack you once again, uh, trying to trying to overpower the, the very loud noise that's coming at her. Um, and that's uh, just going to be a uh, seven. Seven is coming at you. Okay. And uh, so you defend first. And uh, the the effect of the hot mic, uh, since that is a gear, um, is when you use the invokes or that aspect. Uh, you actually get a plus one on defense Ooh, just for you because it is your gear. I will do that as well. Well, roll, go ahead and roll first because yeah, you true. might roll four pluses. Who knows? <laughs> that would be very surprising. Would, uh, would that was a... not the case. I okay, so it is a wash. Evened out. And even if I spent that, I would – oh, I would – be at a six, so Be all you six. do is take your one stress box. Uh, and so the thing about fate is uh, whatever you don't 
defend is translated into stress and consequences. Mm -hmm. So you have these stress boxes. So think of each stress box as its own. You don't mark them off in sequence. You mark them off separately. So if you take three stress, you mark off your three stress box Mm -hmm. and that's all. Or you could mark off your four stress box if you if your three was already filled up, but you couldn't use the two and the one. Mm-hmm. Um, you can only mark off one stress box on an attack, and uh, and anything else that you can't deal with has to be dealt with by consequences, mm-hmm. uh, which we'll get to. We'll get to later. later. I will I will spend it uh, so All that right. I'm only marking off one. I'm saying this is physical stress. Uh, no, it is Ooh. mental. We always attack mental stress in Rockalypse. Mm. Interesting. Uh, mm. the, so uh, whereas in many role playing games you take. Phys- physical damage, and then you use your mental track to power things. It is exactly opposite in Rockalypse. Oh. So you take mental damage and you use your physical uh, track to power things. Cool. That's that's how Rockalypse is designed. So you have taken one mental stress. All right. So she is defending against a nine. Her will is not as good as her melody, so we'll see how she does. That is a wash, which means that she's got six coming in at her, and she doesn't have anything that she can use. Uh, she is going to spend one of her fate, fate points because the NPCs get fate points yeah. uh, on popular kids have it easy, which was one of the setting mm-hmm. aspects. Uh, and so that will bring her down to a four. She will take her four stress box. She does have a four stress box, which she- not all characters do. Uh, but Damn. because she has uh, a three will, just I've like got you, a three, and that's impressive. <laughs> yes. So, so yeah. Uh, just because you have uh, a three will, that gives you your fourth uh, mental stress box. Um, so she also has that. Uh, so she will take it on her f- uh, four point stress. She will, as and this is always a choice that uh, any combatant may make. Uh, you can always, at the end of a phrase, choose to withdraw. When a an opponent withdraws. They get to narrate the the terms of their withdrawal, but you get what you were trying to get. Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's how that works. In this case, your stakes were you were trying to find out where the application was. Mm-hmm. So it turns out that she just finally says, I'm out of here. And she just leaves. And her purse is right there. You see your application in it. See at the battle. Whatever. We all, we walk by her and like I gently touch her face and close her eyes. And then she's just, get, 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 get. she actually walks out into the hallway. She's leaving homeroom. <gasps> which Randy immediately just like snatches the the entire purse. We're like, guys, we gotta go. We all like catch on it's to like, his. It took like five minutes. <laughs> we get like, catch into his messenger bag, and he, as he runs out, yeah, very Scooby Doo. We go, we go, yeah, we go. Fucking get, go to the band room. All right, there are uh, hall monitors. They are three-headed dogs. Uh, so you will have to <laughs> evade them somehow on your way. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of stealth. I so go. who's going to uh, try and roll that overcome? I'll do a stealth overcome. All right. So tell me what... Uh, stealth, I've got an advantage of three. All right. My roll is a plus one. Oh, and they didn't roll so well, so uh, you will succeed. Yeah, it's a dog. Hell yeah. <laughs> and also, it yeah, can't they roll. do have three noses. It doesn't have thumbs, so it can't roll well. <laughs> we do have the hall pass. Does the hall pass count yeah. for anything? Uh, possibly, if yeah. uh, if it had been a question, but... Right, because, like, yeah, if we yeah. had been... Right. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Thanks All for right. looking out, Mr. Buckingham. I'm not here. <laughs> I just think of you as like a specter just I'm always here in me. spirit. <laughs> All right. So you managed to get the application to to the band room. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Flex 
You have arrived at the waiting room of the principal. What's the principal's name? Uh, So the principal is uh, Mr. Diaz, Mr. Asmo Mm. Diaz. Uh, Um, I love it. Is there a secretary in the principal's room? Of course there is. For those following along at home, that is another reference. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, please, please flirt with the secretary, Mike. All right. Uh, Hello there, Cherry. Uh, She is is a full-on demon. She's an imp. You know that that doesn't normally go well for humans. Um, that uh, you are you are not in power. Demons can take any human consorts that they want, but uh, but humans have trouble going the other direction. It's been a long time, mate. So I'll roll the die. <laughs> Hello there, love. I believe I was uh, paged into the <clears throat> office into your domain. Sit over there. Yes, ma'am. This is chair right here. He sits in the wrong chair. (laughs) She sort of scowls at you. No. There. You know, I, um, I, uh, just, uh, I've got a couple shows coming up. Have you heard of the Battle of the Bands? (laughs) Yes. Do you, uh, do you want to go? I have to. It's a school function. Oh, right, wicked, yeah, I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> I'll be there. Um, so how's how's life? How's, uh, you, you have a blog, right? <clears throat> Everything was fine until I started talking to this annoying human. Hey, I just want to see the guidance counselor. Don't talk about me like that. <clears throat> Not you... Well, excuse me, I just want to get my graduate degree. Hey, buzz off. Hey! (laughs) There's a beautiful imp over here. She's trying to do her bloody job. No one likes Dewey. (laughs) Bloody hate that Dewey. What a pain in the butt. I'm right here! It's his fourth trip to the guidance counselor this month. I wish he would just decide. That's reasonable! That's a reasonable amount of time to visit the guidance counselor for a graduating senior! That's too much guidance. No one needs that much guidance. I need a lot of letters of reference! All all the slave minds are about the same. You're going to be doing the same kind of work. Well, I just want a good placement. Maybe I can get a good dormitory if I have a better better placement! Dewey, Dewey, Dewey. You keep it up, you might even be a substitute teacher for a fucking homeroom at Cerberus High. Anyway, uh, I'd love, um, you were saying you're going to be at the uh, Battle of the Bands. Maybe afterwards, would you like to go out for some, some bloodsicles or, um, maybe we get some blood pudding? No. No? All right, then. Well, um, that's fine. That's cool. That's all right. (laughs) The door uh, slams open, and this very tall, about eight foot tall, red demon with curved horns comes out. Flex, get in here. Mr. Deus, Mr. Deus. (laughs) Right this way. He scuttles into his room. Yeah, I love what you've done with the place. It's beautiful in here. Thanks. School. <clears throat> Sit. Yeah, all right, this chair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, <clears throat> Mister Buckingham. I'm a tolerant man, but even I have my limits. Mister Davis, it wasn't me. It wasn't me who pooped in the urinal. I. 
Is that what this is about? How did you know about that? I used the bathroom this morning. I saw someone squeezed off a brown loaf into the loo. The urinal. And I thought to myself, I would never do that. Mr. Buckingham, you're British, right? Well, sure. We're all British, right? You sound from Buckingham. Buckingham, that name rings a bell. You... I haven't played music, have you? I, only, I play music in a band here. This is my first band, and, um... Yeah, I quite like it. I think it's fun to play music. I, I learned on YouTube. I learned some chords, and I've never played music before. And I've always lived here in New Jersey, where Cerberus High is located. And um, I'm from Trenton. Trenton? I would like you to make a deceive roll. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Davis, I can't make a deceive roll. It's too early. <laughs> How do you do you have the deceive skill? I have stealth. No, I would say <laughs> deceive. Slink away. Maybe, uh, maybe <laughs> harmony. Uh, no, no, it would be deceive. So There's you like do not have it on your character sheet. Um, what about burglary? No, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to steal the lie. Uh, steal the truth. <laughs> so you're going to have to roll a deceive roll. Uh, your skill at this is plus zero. So zero. this is oh, not yeah. minus zero. No, no, no. Hey, that's hey! not so bad. Oh, he rolled, oh. He rolled poorly. Oh, well. I rolled all right. Um, <clears throat> he sort of gives you the side eye. He's not totally convinced, but mm, he'll let it go for now. Uh, Mr. Buckingham, uh, it is about that band that I uh, wish to speak to you. Uh, this band, you say, is with students of mine, yes? Right, yeah, they're your students. Um, and by the way... The one class that I do teach here is currently in session, and I was called out of it. Yes, I'm aware. <clears throat> he sort of looks at his phone. Yes. So it appears that your band has successfully applied um, <clears throat> to be in the Battle of the Bands. However, <clears throat> do you have something caught in your throat? I've got a little honey cough drop here. I don't... Would you like think, that? I don't think that would help. What I need to say to you, Mr. Buckingham, is that you will not be participating with your band. What? What? You are a teacher, and it is not seemly for you to help students by participating with them on stage. Mr. Dais, this... It would not be fair to the other students. It's not fair that they have to have me on the team, right? I I suck. I'm horrible. I can't play a flipping lick. The band team. I I stink. No, I'm not helping them. They're helping me. Look, I'm a I'm not even a real teacher. I teach homeroom sometimes. I'm filling in for an incubus. An the, incubus? The normal homeroom teacher, and I'm just a the I'm band a incubus. <laughs> Uh, so, I don't recall uh, having said that this was a discussion. I'll suck your dick. <laughs> you want me to suck your dick? Get out of my office. You will not participate in Battle of the Bands. That is final. Um, Mr. Deus, look. Seriously, this is all I have to look forward to. I live with me mum 
in a little ad- adobe hut. So would you say <laughs> that your ability to participate is your saving grace and that it would be torture not to? It would be torture to play because I stink so bad, right? Everyone would see how bad I stink and that would humiliate me. Oh God, I'm, I'd love to be humiliated, but I hate it at the same time. Doesn't that sound like a right punishment, Mr. Deus? Oh, please don't make me have to do the Battle of the Bands. Don't make me have to be vulnerable on stage, expressing myself through a chord or two. There's a bass line running underneath that. Ding, 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 ding. Listen to how bad I stink. And he'll whip out my guitar. <clears throat> so I'm going to offer you a fate point as a compel. As the GM, I'm offering you this fate point that you accidentally play too well right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. You have a guitar for every occasion. Seems very suspicious. Oh, uh, so I'm compelling that aspect. Cool. Um, like so do back. you accept? I accept. All right. Take your fate point. Uh, this is now you, you realize you've played too well. Can I also say that my guitar that I pulled out says, guitar for uh, convincing the principal <laughs> that you stink. <laughs> and it's like an academic executive Yes. Like oak guitar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and he clearly sees the label. Uh, <laughs> and, um, and he says, Buckingham, get out of my office now. Get out of my... All right. He uh, scampers out of there and he... So what I'm saying is that it's crazy that we charge for multiple transcripts if we have to apply to multiple universities. And I just didn't... I don't do think we, we should waive the fees. Do we just get in get into the guidance counselor's okay. office? No, the guidance counselor tries to come out and be like, tell Dewey I'm dead. Hi, guidance counselor. <laughs> I'll see you in a second. I'm talking to the receptionist right now. I'm anyway. talking to the receptionist. Hey, love, um, uh, I love you. <laughs> I love you. I always have. And um, I'm having a mental breakdown right now. I just told I couldn't do the Battle of the Bands. And Dewey, you can quit looking at me and get your finger out of my ear. What are you doing? I, I don't know. It's, it's, you, got, you got something. You got something in your ear. So the, you uh, the receptionist smiles a, a very toothy, pointed, fanged grin. And she says, excellent. I'm so glad you're unhappy. I love it. All right. Um, Bye, everyone. Bye! Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week. But be sure to join us next week for a continuation of Rockalypse. And if you enjoyed this week's episode, follow the link in the show notes to the Rockalypse Kickstarter. Just $20 gets you a physical and digital copy of the game, and the higher levels contain special bonuses like posters and t-shirts. Rockalypse is a great gaming concept, and I gotta say, after playing it, I think Eric pulled it off really nicely. Remember to join us Thursdays, 8pm Central Standard Time for the one-shot Twitch stream. We play board games and role-playing games. Last week, we played the Big Trouble in Little China deck-building game and got our asses handed to us. Tune in this Thursday at 8 p.m. for a guest host and a new game. Heroes, if you are Patreon backers, be sure to check out the OneShot Podcast Patreon page for updates. Those include surveys so we can get you your dice and shirts, and additions to the OneShot Podcast Secret Archive. We'll be adding more of our Gen Con content soon, so keep your eyes peeled.
OneShot is a proud partner in the Chicago Podcast Co-op. If you're an advertiser in the Chicago area looking to reach an engaged Chicago audience, be sure to contact the Co-op about advertising opportunities. And if you're a listener who wants to find a new show, be sure to check out Improvised Star Trek. Improvised Star Trek is an improvised parody of Star Trek, featuring the adventures of the crew of the USS Sisyphus, a slightly less enterprising starship. As always, a big thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend about the show. You can also leave us a rating or review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. If you want to hear more from the show, be sure to follow us on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod. Check out our Tumblr at OneShotPodcast.tumblr.com. Check out our Google Plus community. Or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you're looking to inquire about advertising rates, live appearances, and commissioning episodes, or you have a question or comment about something you heard on the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a joint production between Peaches and Hot Sauce and Paracosm Press. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great podcasts, videos, and live shows for you to check out at PeachesAndHotSauce.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Be Your Own Pet with Adventure, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Attack!